1: Today, we're going to talk about Akashic Records with Angie Kraft-Mildell. And Angie is a certified intuitive life coach, certified QSCA, Law of Attraction coach, Akashic Records teacher and guide, and life purpose hand analysis. Um, Angie works closely with women to discover their deeper purpose, soul calling, and the more they were meant to do with their lives here. She helps them to unlock the keys to their purpose, gives a higher path of joy and fulfillment. And Angie's here today with us to talk about Akashic Records. And I'm glad to have you here. Thanks, um, Angie. Welcome to the show.
2: Thanks so, for having me. me. I'm excited.
1: You? Thanks. Um, what are Akashic Records? I've heard that term so much, and I'm not really sure what they are.
2: Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's becoming the buzzword out there now. So um, Akashic seem, records, yeah. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so they're the records of your soul. So your soul's journey, and everything that's happened with your soul is stored in your Akashic records. Everything has an Akashic record. So, um, you know, a, a person, a house, a tree, a business, you know, our planet has an Akashic mm-hmm. record. So it's it's specific to um, that particular person or thing, or it can be, you know, the akashic records for the whole planet. So everything has a record.
1: So in a house, would it be like the energy of a house? So the energy, the accumulation of energy. That is that
2: you what can it would say be? that be
1: memory. Is it memories or
2: is yeah. it? So it's, yeah. So it's everything that ever happened with that soul. Or that house, or whatever, since everything's right. energy, you know, with it could be the, the car, you know, whatever happened yeah. with a car. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, you can <laughs> have anything, a, then you yeah, can so have a bad a car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, does that mean that people can curse things? I'm going a little bit off here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, because, you know, you get a car and it's a lemon, and somebody says, oh, yeah, somebody was mad on the line that day, you know, when okay. they made this. Well, could they curse your car? Could that happen?
2: That's an interesting thing that I have not considered. (laughs) Really went sideways on that because everything's energy and everything um, Mm -hmm. is based off of our intention. So, if someone on the line, you know, had the intention to, um, you know infuse a car with energy that or with their anger right? with yeah. their their energy I suppose that could be possible
1: oh my god I am so sorry I took you sideways on no, that Let's that's come okay. back. no
2: that's I okay no I like it I hadn't thought about that right. I suppose, yeah absolutely that would be in the record of that car right right Whatever
1: well happened. that's what I wonder and I wonder about with houses some houses you walk in and it's such a wonderful feeling and then other houses you can't wait to get out of there Sometimes they're haunted, but you know what I mean. They they yeah. do have their history. But the Akashic records um, are they different from past life? Um, if you go to somebody say, "Will you tell me about past lives?" Is Akashic records different than that?
2: It would it would be in it would be including past lives and everything else, right? So this lifetime, future lives, right? Everything would be included in one soul's Akashic records. So it would include past lives, yes, or right. other lifetimes, I like to say.
1: But more, more full, so they'd be more involved in akashic records? Like
2: more. I feel like there's just more available within the Akashic records than saying just past lives. It mm-hmm. would be, there's just so much available in the Akashic record to tap into.
1: When you, and this is kind of another odd question.
2: <laughs> That's okay. I like it. Keep going. Okay. This when is you, challenging.
1: <laughs> I didn't mean to do it, but I, have, I think about these things. <laughs> so when you um, go into Akashic Records, in, in your, you go to a certain place um, energetically to access. Right. Is it like a big library or how do you do it?
2: There is there is an Akashic library that you can go to, an energetic library, and you can bring yourself into that space, or you can just think of it like a frequency, and I just think of it like it's a certain frequency, and once I tap into that frequency, then I'm into the Akashic records of whatever my intention was to open the records of. So say it was myself or of my home, uh, my business, whatever it is, I know that based on my intention, I'm accessing the records for whatever it was that I was intending on, you know, discovering information about. If if you're looking at it, Kaushik
1: records on business, the mm-hmm. business didn't exist before your creation of the business. So how could there be Kaushik records?
2: Well, everything's created twice, right? Because you have a thought, you create something in the quantum. So that record would already exist of what you'd already created in the quantum field. And then the physical representation is just bringing that into this physical reality, right? Mm -hmm. So when you think of everything being created twice, does that kind of, does that answer the question? It does. I never thought (laughs) of it being created twice. So that's a new
1: idea to me, that you have your thought and then you have the reality and that is twice. And what happens between the thought and the reality?
2: Well, that's where the manifestation process is, yeah. yeah. So that's but can where... can you muddy it up? <laughs> can you... Well, uh, absolutely, of course. So you can have a thought, and if you're not offering the right vibration to that thought, as you know, then mm-hmm. you're not going to manifest what it is that you're desiring in that creation. So that's why it's always important when you are consciously using... The manifestation process, right, the law of attraction, when you have a thought, to offer it the right vibrations. to make sure you're holding yourself in a high vibration, so mm-hmm. that you can manifest that, what it is that you're desiring, rather than, you know, the things that you're not desiring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so when someone comes to you and says, um, I want to I look at Akashic Records, or do they just come to you and say, I have this problem? you know,
2: usually um, that, yeah, usually that. And yeah. so what do you do from there? How do you work? So from there, we set an intention of how they would really love, and this is where the law of attraction comes in, right? So a lot of times people stay, and, and this is why I love doing this work. They don't even realize they're doing it. I used to be like this all the time. They stay really hyper-focused on what they don't want, right? So mm-hmm. then, of course, As we're talking about manifestation with everything being created twice, if you're hyper focused on what you don't want, then you're just expanding it. Whatever it is that that your focus is, you're going to expand that. So if you're saying, I don't want my like I'm looking at my lawn and there's a dead spot right now. Right. (laughs) I don't want my lawn to die. I don't want my lawn to die. But what do I really want? I want my lawn to be healthy. Right. That's Mm -hmm. what I actually want. So if I stay hyper focused on not wanting my lawn to die, my lawn's going to die because I'm focusing on that. So if I turn around and focus on, I want my lawn to be healthy and envisioning that process, right? I really want my lawn to be healthy. So I help people write an intention based on what they want. So I can help pull them out of spiraling into, you know, staying focused, hyper-focused on what they don't want, right? So we write an intention. Then we go into the Akashic Records and we just clear out anything that is not in alignment with that intention. So that could be a past life that has been creating that problem or pattern or whatever. It could be in this lifetime, something that they don't even remember. You know, there's so many things that we do. We make vows with people or groups or whatever. We don't even remember doing it. We'll say, oh, I'm always going to take care of that person or that whatever we don't even remember doing that then years later it's like why am i still experiencing this crazy pattern we look in the akashic records we it's right there and we just say do you still want that you know everything's we're constantly evaluating in our life like do i still want this and that's why things pop up in our lives problems or challenges because it's really your soul showing you hey do you still want this does this still serve you do you still want to hang out here and you get to choose each time, right? It's And it's a better way to look at challenges when you're thinking like that, when you can shift your thinking to, oh, okay, what is this showing me? Do I still want this? Or am I ready to let this go? So that's what's great about the Kashic Records is a lot of times we don't remember when we, you know, created a vow or we created a contract with someone or whatever. We don't remember doing it. So we can go into the records and say, oh, look, here you are, you know, a, a, princess in England 400 years ago and you said that you were always going to whatever and you were so committed to that, right? And then carried that out through your lifetimes and now it's not serving you with who you've become in this lifetime, right? So that's when things get uncomfortable when they're not serving us anymore. And that's when, you know, the piano gets dropped on our head by the universe and we're like, what the heck is going on?
1: <laughs> you said you wanted music, right? Right, <laughs> And here you are. (laughs) No talent for the piano on your head. (laughs) But um, when you look back in the Akashic Records, and let's say somebody comes in and says, you know, why do I keep taking care of people or something like that? How do you, how does it show up for you? You know, that this was a past agreement, or uh, this is in your Akashic Records, and here's where it is. How does that show up?
2: So for me, the way I see it for some reason is usually I'll have three things going on. I'll see it and then I'll hear some sort of explanation of what was happening. And then I'll just have a knowing that kind of fills in any missing pieces there. So I'll have kind of those three senses activated at the same time. And I usually try to bring when we're when we write the intention um, my intention is always to bring myself just in the energy of what it is that is creating the challenge in the person's life, rather than because if you open yourself up to all of the times that they ever did that, it's like a a rolodex spinning That's and what it's I'm really taking, overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I ask, just show me what would be the most important for me to see. And so it'll, it'll pinpoint within that Rolodex, right? That lifetime or that, you know, part in this person's life right now, whatever, wherever it happened. Right. And so I'll be able to pinpoint that and then I'll see, I'll start to see. And what I find for me, and this is interesting. I don't know if this is for other intuitives. If I, if I know something and I don't say it, I'm blocked until I say it. So I'll, I'll see something like, Oh, I don't want to tell them that really. <laughs> and then it's like, all right, then we're going to sit here until you say it. And then you can see the next piece of, oh, well. of what was going on. So, you so it's kind censor. of the insurance.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't censor at all.
2: I can't censor it. So it's yeah. the insurance that I say, here's,
1: yeah. what, here's yeah. what was
2: going on. Yeah.
1: Do you think that's their higher power doing that or your higher power?
2: I think it's just, hey, this is important. And if you're not going to say it, the, you're not going to be able to move forward in this story mm-hmm. because it's going to circle back around to whatever it is that needs to be said right now. Right. So it's just my insurance. Yeah. As a reader, yeah. <laughs> that then, I can't go forward without it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why would you not want to say it? What are the things like have come up that you didn't want to say?
2: Well, when we're looking at past
1: lives,
2: (laughs) a lot of times we're not the same personality that we are in this lifetime, right? We've Mm -hmm. gone through a lot of development of our personality by now, right? So we're a lot of times completely different than we've been in other lifetimes. And so sometimes there's times when, you know, I feel like the person might not like who they were in that lifetime. And so I'll hold back and not exactly want to say, but the insurance is. I have to end up saying it. So however that comes out, right, that's my choice. I get to figure out how I'm going to tell them, whatever it is. That they were
1: miserable people.
2: (laughs) 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 They were real terrible. They
1: were murderers or whatever. (laughs) Um, Do you find that people know that someplace in their soul? They know that?
2: (laughs) I feel like it. The when you're in the nice thing about it, when you're in the Akashic Records, and I've learned to not second guess myself, is when you're in that frequency, and when I'm opening the records for someone, they're also coming with me to whatever ability they have to be in that frequency, right? So they you're really held. You feel really supported in that frequency. So I do find that people are more receptive to whatever it is that would you know, be really beneficial for them to know or clear out. And there's a level of compassion when you're in the records and zero judgment. You can just feel that there's no judgment for any of right. anything, anything right. that's happening. You just I feel that. Yeah. And so people, I feel like respond differently than if you were just to tell them out on the street, Oh, Hey, you know, there was this other lifetime and you. <laughs> 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 right?" <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> And, um, So as you go through this and you tell them, so you come to that point and you think, okay, I've got to tell them. And then you tell them that, and then you can go forward. Is the energy being released in the overall scope of energy or in them or both?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Just like, um, just like how, you know how, like when, if you're feeling uh, really stirred up about something and you're just wound up and you get on the phone with a friend and you just kind of like spill it and then you, you empty it out and you're just like, huh, well, I'm, I'm fine with that now. Like, <laughs> I don't really feel anything around that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost like that. It's like, it's sort of like explaining to them what happened is emptying them out as you're doing it. Right. And a lot of times when I'm reading with people, a lot of times they'll chime in and say, oh, I see that. I can see that too, you know, because they're to whatever ability they can be with me in the records they are. Right. And that's different for everyone, just depending on where they're at and how receptive they are to it. So sometimes they'll say, oh yeah, I see that. That was like that, you know, and I understand why I felt I had to do that or whatever. And as that's happening, whether they're seeing it or not, it's, releasing and then I have simple energy processes that we do to kind of like clear it out the rest of the way and just you know ensure going forward that they're focused on that intention that they originally set before we open the record so yeah exactly so do what they
1: do they um feel the release as you identify it as you clear it do they feel it immediately or does it show up later in their lives or both
2: I would say both. I have people, usually I'll check in with them, you know, how, how are they feeling on a scale of one to 10, you know, just in general and surrounding whatever the challenges, right. And then, as we're coming out of the records, I'll ask them again. And they'll say, usually, I mean, 10 or higher, I rarely get someone to say, you know, less than at least nine because it is such a big release and then what you'll notice going forward and the way I started with the records is I started always I was doing it for myself I learned it and I was doing it in my own records that's how I learned best if I do something for myself then I understand how it works and I can help other people do it so um so yeah so that definitely is a release in the moment and then reflected back to you going forward in your life is that you've shifted something right you don't feel that and maybe you still have some of the same I guess you could say challenges coming up in your life but your energy around them is completely different where it's like oh okay well I I feel free around that I feel it at peace or you
1: yeah it doesn't trigger yeah. you anymore You know what? Right now, I'm going to take a break. We're going to take a break. And um, when we come back, I want to go into what it's like to release some of this energy on Akashic Records and also how much energy we have from Akashic Records. So let's take a break now.
0: Visit AViewThroughTheVail.com. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Metaphysics A View Through the Veil with Barb Crowley. To reach the live show, please call in to 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to A View Through the Veil at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Hi, uh, we're back now with Angie kraft Muldal. And we're talking about Akashic Records and the release that you can get from going through your Akashic Records to things that you may have set up in past lives. And Angie works with people to go back and release that energy. So we were talking about that. Um, one of the questions I have is, With all the past lives and all the energies, things we've gotten stuck on, really, or um, accidentally made promises about, you know, oh, I'll always take care of you or I'll love you always or, you know, things that we really didn't think that deeply about at the time. Um, And maybe we did, but maybe not for eternity (laughs) How is it that we aren't so locked down in past lives that we can't even function in this life, that we're just tied into the past?
2: Yeah. Great question. Absolutely. So when we come into this lifetime, we decide whatever flavor of things we want to work on. Right. So we bring in that packet, that particular karma and um, the things that are that we're still connected to in past lives would be related to what it is that we want to work on. Because when we want to heal these things or clear them or whatever words you want to use, right, we have to do it from the physical body. So we have to do it from boots on the ground. We, we can't do it when we're in between lifetimes, right? Like we're not doing wow. that deep healing work. Um, I, I'm getting that there are certain things we can heal in between lifetimes, but the real... Work right, like with the emotional body and the mental body, and you know, our four body system really happens. We really need to incarnate in order to make that happen. So, we have a plan, right? It's not like we, I mean, we have a loose plan, and then of course, like we're choosing what we want as we go along. So, we come in with this loose plan of the things that we really want to work on and the past lives, you know, or other lifetimes, whatever you want to call it, and then people that we bring in to help us reflect back what it is that we're working on. So we bring in certain family members that are really going to push our buttons, right? Like, Mm -hmm. okay, I need, I need you, like, are you on board, like, to help me with this? Because I really want to transcend what, say it's poverty, like, that just comes to mind as something that someone might want to transcend in a lifetime, because it's incredibly limited, limiting to, you know, live in a state of poverty. So they might Mm -hmm. say, okay, I want to, release that because it's an illusion, right? So they would come in and then they would have someone that could reflect back to them, you know, different aspects of poverty in their family, or they might be born into a really poor family, whatever would assist them to shift through that illusion, right? So so the nice thing is that you, we really only end up have needing to work on whatever it is that are the strong themes that we needed to transcend. Because there's so many things we've already transcended, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, so many of us have transcended things like, um, I'm trying to think of some different, um, you know, like race or... Um, you So many people have transcended so many things already. And then others are, some people here are working on those same things, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the nice thing about it is whatever you've transcended, you're not having to go back and, and heal. Those past lifetimes aren't going to be affecting you. It's just going to be whatever it is that for you specifically, you really wanted to work on. You really wanted to move through. Those are the past lives that, would be affecting you and that you would be healing. And of course the things in your own lifetime that came up, right. That didn't get healed in the moment or didn't get dealt with in the moment. And usually that just means that there is an emotion, an emotional reaction that came through and then it got stuck. It didn't get to go all the way through. Right. And that's the same for past lives. So it's it's just an emotional body. Explain
1: that an emotional motion that came through that didn't get a chance to come all the way through. What is
2: so what we've all had that experience where we know, you know, we're having an emotion. We're mm-hmm. we're feeling angry or we're feeling grief or whatever and we stop that process, right? Oh, okay. I, I've done get it. stuck. We it's stuck in the emotional body. Right. Yeah. So it's just when we come into the physical body again, it's a chance to clear that stuff out. So if we have anger stuck in our emotional body, someone's gonna reflect it back to us, right? Put Something it in my car. Either an angry person or <laughs> it makes us yeah. angry, right? So we can, so it can allow itself to release, right? So. So if, if,
1: and using the poverty thing. So if you're born into poverty and, and you're going this lifetime, you're going to learn about and deal with poverty. So if they come to see you and they said, I, I, I want to clear this poverty out of my, Akashic, well, they probably don't know enough to say it out of my Akashic records, but I want to clear this issue. How do you deal with it and what kind of results do you see?
2: Okay, so typically with anything that's a bigger challenge, right, that's been a multi lifetime theme. A lot of times it takes several sessions, right? Because we have the layered body going on, right? So we need to go down through the layers to really release the root, you know, patterning of this. And Mm -hmm. so what happens as you're releasing it, you start to see a different experience in your life, right? It's really magical. So where maybe you saw poverty all the time, right? And you start shifting your focus, doing the Akashic records and doing the, healings and clearing work, um, then you start to see abundance, where you used to maybe see poverty. And so it can be it can be that simple shift in perception that can really help you. and, And then all of a sudden, you're seeing abundance everywhere. Right? So it can be those subtle shifts at first. And then all of a sudden, like a fast moving train, it's all happening. And that's okay. how I've noticed it to happen for me is, you know, the things that I've asked for that I really want to transcend, you know, especially um, different ancestral things that I was working on. So that that stuff has been amazing. And and at first- Tell it's me about like the ancestral
1: maybe- things before, before I let you go too far. Tell me about yeah. the ancestral things. How
2: do you- so, I feel Access like the, the kind of what's coming to me, the overarching energy was like the codependency in my ancestral line. So it was like the one that plays the hero. Right. And mm-hmm. then the one that plays the victim and the one that plays the perpetrator and everybody marches around the triangle all the time. You know, mm-hmm. ultimately always ending up in the victim seat. Like everybody wants to play the victim. Of course, it doesn't matter where you go in to the triangle. So, so that was part of my family line was the codependency of that allowing people to be unhealed and sort of supporting their, you know, unhealed tendencies by making it all okay all the time, things like that. So um, so I really dove in a couple years ago on this codependency issue within the family line and have you know chipped away at it, let's say, the way I'm describing it. And what's interesting is now it's a, a matter of where these things can still be happening because, because a lot of times people will still operate from their side of the contract, even though you've let go of yours. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I mean, the reason it's okay is you're not tied in. You're not hooked in
1: you're with not that anymore. Right. Yeah. You can't
2: be manipulated by it anymore. Basically you're mm-hmm. in your sovereignty, you're in your freedom and you, what, and you just kind of look at it like, okay, that's how they need to be for whatever reason, it's important for them to continue this, but I don't have to react. I get to be, mm-hmm. I still get to be free. And so that's amazing. And sometimes it can happen really fast. And sometimes it feels like you're chipping away at it slowly, right? You're seeing results, but they can sometimes can come slower. And sometimes people can have really fast results. I had this woman that was, she came in for a poverty, not poverty thing, but it was more like just a lack scarcity kind of mm-hmm. issue. And She had someone had given gifted her like five thousand dollars or something cash in an envelope, someone in her family, and she immediately lost it. Right. So this was like her story. Right. It was like, you know, she would have it and then lose it. And then, so she lost the envelope. We went into the records. We did a clearing and healing from a way past life. It was like fireballs were being thrown. And it was just this whole crazy thing where she had money stolen from her. And she took on this belief that it wasn't safe to have cash or money on her. And Mm -hmm. so we cleared that out. And I said to to her, you're going to find that money right away. Next day, she texts me money's found, it had been missing for a while, you know? Wow. So that's how sometimes how fast the reactions can be when you you're doing the work. And sometimes it can be a little bit where you're getting evidence slowly mm-hmm. and then suddenly, like I said, it's like that fast moving train, like right. wow. It's all happening.
1: So in that case, you could almost go back to the core of where it happened. You didn't have yes. to go back to as you said through the layers. That in that case you could go back to the core.
2: For her, we could. Yeah. And sometimes we have to go through the layers. We have to go through the ancestral layer. Then we have to go through the past life layer. Then we have to go through the this lifetime layer. And a lot of times it goes in that order is what's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. And so then when, and then people, I've had clients say, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. We're into this lifetime. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I know. It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, when when you clear
1: something and not specifically in that one, but if, when you clear something, like you were talking about your family. So Mm -hmm. when you cleared that victim thing for you in your family, did that heal the other members of the family as well? You talked about them still playing their side of the contract, but sometimes can you go back and healing of one will
2: heal all? Absolutely. And it will trickle down. It just, in our experience here, it can take time, right, for things to manifest, like the how we were talking about everything's created twice. So mm-hmm. sometimes we know the manifestation process is sometimes instantaneous, but a lot of times that's part of our earthly experience, right? We, get, we have time to manifest and it happens a little bit slower. So we always have time to, you know, sort of think about what it is that we want and over time it manifests. So bringing it down into this experience, yes, of course, on the quantum level, like that healing has happened, right? For one person to decide that they're going to exit a cycle in the family line, they can heal it for the family line. They They can be the ambassador for that family line. So that's absolutely true. So I think that is just a matter of time of that moving forward. And then if you think about it, when you heal it for all the descendants of that line, as time moves forward, then of course that pattern is released because if the descendants are not carrying it forward, then it's done. Right. Yeah. Is that, is I, that I got a side
1: effect <laughs> on. Um, so let's say if, if I and my sister play this codependency thing and I've decided to step out of it, but she hasn't, but I go back to Akashic records and mm-hmm. I clear that need or, you know, where it started. And we make it to the core and we clear it. it. So I think somehow she's healed too because we cleared where it was done. But what about her? I'm going a little deep here. What about her free will? What about her choice of do I stay? You know, in other words, I've done something to her maybe that she didn't know. Um For one thing that was going on, but for another, I've taken it away. Right. Now, is that a good thing or a bad thing, or is it even possible?
2: Well, you would never be able to mess with anyone's free will. And so she would have to have chosen on the soul level to receive that healing, right? To receive that clearing from the ancestral line. Mm -hmm. And what I found is the ancestors are all up for it everyone's up for it right now with, you know, that's why we're here on the planet Mm -hmm. at this time. I mean, everyone's ready to move past all these old patterns, all these cycles that we've participated in for aeons, right? We've been doing the same thing, the victim, perpetrator, hero, the flipping around the triangle. It's like everyone's learned every from every side. So Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, let's have a new experience. (laughs)
1: They're ready for it.
2: So I haven't run into any ancestors that said, wait, no, stop.
1: Right, right. (laughs) I didn't give
2: permission. (laughs) We don't want this clearing. Yeah. Yeah. And so the nice thing to know about the Kashic records is your soul, the bigger part of you, is always going to take care of anything that wouldn't be in alignment for you or someone else, right? So you can always know that that's always happening. And so you're you're really – you can't mess it up is how I say it because your soul is going to take care of that part.
1: Now, do you have doubters that leave and say, Well, I don't know, you know, and then, and then, I mean, it's even though it's slow, they start to see it and come back and say, Wait a minute, you know, this has happened. Um, um, the, I mean, we show, talked about the woman with the cash that was pretty instantaneous, but you know, the doubters that really don't see it, and then a year later, they realize that oh my God, I, I, my life has changed. Do you have a lot of that going on?
2: I've definitely had that happen. Yeah, absolutely. And not that they were doubters, they believed in it. It's just, I think sometimes during the process, because, because of the way manifestation works, sometimes we clear out a bunch of the things that are not in alignment. And when that stuff's coming up, it's like, why does it feel like I'm having the opposite of, my intention. That's just momentary, right? Uh, in, in the grand scheme of things, like that's a short span of time that we experience that. But sometimes that can happen because it's like, if there's things in your energy that aren't congruent with what it is that you're wanting or asking for then Right. It has to come up. It ha- it's one of those moments where it's like, Do you still want this? Right? <laughs> Do you yeah. still want this? Is this still serving you? And so I've had that- people go through that, especially long people that have worked with me longer term, and they come out the other side and said, You're not gonna believe everything we wrote down in that intention, that first week that we met is coming true now. And it could be like nine months into the process and suddenly mm-hmm. they're, you know, moving houses. You know, starting a new relationship. You know, financial things are moving for them and shifting, and new jobs. and And it's it's just like, wow, that's fantastic.
1: What about fear? People are afraid of change. How much does that uh, interfere with what with the work, with what you're doing? Even though they're there saying, "I want to change," you know, <laughs> people are people. I want to change, but maybe not. <laughs> So the fear, how does that interplay?
2: I feel like that the fear is what um, brings up that resistance, right? When people find themselves in resistance. And I give people plenty of tools for that too. And the beautiful thing is when you're in the Akashic Records, you're not as connected as much with the personality part of yourself. Mm-hmm. So you have that kind of, you know, once in a while it'll pop in, but you have more of a separation from that and so you're not necessarily feeling the same way that you might feel the fear otherwise. So that part's really nice. So once we get connected in, people are usually put right at ease. You know, once they're in the records, it's they they feel it. They feel at ease and they react differently to fearful, you know, even if we're looking at something that could be from a past life. They react differently because you're in this you're just in more the space neutral. of, yeah, it's more yeah. neutral yeah. and yeah. you feel held. You really do. You just, you feel held in the space and completely safe.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to take a break now. And uh, when we come back, I'm going to ask Angie and I hope, you know, this is okay. If she can um, maybe tell us how we can do it for ourselves. Um also, we're also going to take a look at um, the, the planets Akashic records. So we'll be right back. Hang in there. Your
0: favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. One thing's for certain, life is uncertain. Do you navigate the unknowns? Visit a aviewthroughtheveil.com to sign up for psychic readings and classes with Barb Crowley. You can schedule one-to-one sessions with Barb for personal and relationship counseling, pet communication, mediumship, career, and business direction, or sign up for one of her classes. Everyone has answers through the metaphysical plane, but they need help to access them. Get the help you need today. Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Metaphysics, a view through the veil with Barb Crowley. To Reach the live show, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to a view through the veil at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: Hi, we're back with, with Angie Kraft Maldal. I am so, so sorry, Angie. I always seem to stumble on that. Um, And Angie, we've been talking about Akashic Records individually, and um, she's talked about how we've worked with people, how she has worked with people to clear Akashic Records. And now I wanted to ask you, do you teach people how to do it for themselves, and how would that be?
2: I do, yeah. So I offer some trainings where I teach people how to access their own Akashic Records, and then, of course, I also teach them if they want to go on and assist other people to access their records. Um, I usually, I always start from the place of you're working in your own records because then you can really understand the process and you're always available to, you know, right. To work with, like (laughs) you're always you, you're always going to be there. So I feel like that's a fan. You're your own most fantastic Akashic records partner when you're starting off. And that's how I started off and really cleared out a lot of things and
1: how do you do it with for yourself with all your prejudices and fears and all the baggage you're bringing to the table? How do you do it for yourself?
2: Well, like before the break, when I was describing to you, when you're in the records, it's just a different frequency. So, you so you're more to open. Go into the records. Yeah, you go yeah. into. You're more open in that. Yeah. You know, you set your intention, and then you're more open when you get in to what information you're receiving and how you're receiving it. It's different. Than you know being in our regular experience. So is that it's a, something it's a you shift.
1: can? Is that something you could tell us on the radio within time? Short time. How do you go to your Akashic records?
2: There's so many different methods. Oh my gosh! I read uh, everything I could read, and I took courses, and I I did so many things, um, and then eventually my guides that I work with in the Akashic records gave me my own process. So I used everybody else's process. You know, I used audio courses and, and everything. And then eventually, I was given my own process, which was really, really helpful for me. And I felt like more aligned for me. And so I tell my students, you know, eventually use my process, you know, I tell them to use mine initially. And then eventually, if there's they're ready their guide yeah their guide will give them their own process so yeah there's a lot of great stuff out there that you can look up and then of course you could look up my courses anyone that is interested in learning and so i i give people my process initially when they're doing And that's on your website uh yeah that you can find my courses on my website yeah absolutely in the um there's Life in purpose. the tabs there's different courses and then in the online shop there's the kind of bigger squares that explains.
1: Mm-hmm. So they can come to you or take classes right online.
2: Yeah, so they they can come the to my yeah, to my website. Important. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's lifepurposepathfinder.com. Okay. Okay, yeah. great. So yeah. the, so
1: they you would Give them in that course, right at the beginning of the course, here is how you do it, your, your method of accessing. And then as I practice, they'll evolve to their own method.
2: Yes. Would work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Whenever they're comfortable with it. And they can use mine as long as they, of course, want to. <laughs> yeah. Or if that's indefinitely, that's fine. That's absolutely perfect. So yeah, so I give them the process. And I have, I have a live course going right now. But I have an audio course that I'm putting out that's being edited right now. So it'll be audio course and then individual sessions mm-hmm. to, you know, in between audio courses. So that's, that's my what my upcoming course will be is the audio with the individual sessions. Or actually it's video. I should say video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they can find out all of that. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> and then how about um the
2: planet? Does the planet have Akashic records? Absolutely. Everything that's energy has an Akashic record. Well, everything's energy. So everything has yeah. a record. <laughs>
1: So have you gone in and, and looked at, let's say, the United States or the planet or any of these? Have you looked at this? And can you I clear I, it? That's can you make us a better people?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. And the oh, that's a really interesting thought. And I guess the answer would be, I I probably have, I have gone into the Kaushik records of the planet because of... Because of free will, like you were saying earlier, it would have to be, it's up to the individual person, right, to choose what they want their experience to be and what, you know, they're choosing to have or not have in their experience. So as far as clearings for the planet, I guess that would be, I could only do it from the lens of my piece, my, you know, part in it, if that makes sense. So. And of course, when we get together in these groups and my group courses, a lot of clearing takes place for the planet because of the ripple effect of one person doing their healing work. And you think of that like drop going into a pond and then the ripples going out of how many people are affected by one person healing Mm -hmm. something, right? So should other, because of free will, should other people choose to mirror that energy of someone that's healed right that's their choice some people will repel it though you might show up healed in front of someone else and they'll repel that energy that's their choice right that's their free will and some people will align with it right and be instantly healed because of the healings that you've done for yourself so that it is fantastic because of the ripple effect
1: now is there um you know how in my opinion, when <laughs> um, countries have personalities. Um, when you go into an Akashic record of a country, some of those personalities, well, let's take France, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> who, <laughs> who has a reputation of being arrogant. You know, I, I don't know if they still do, but I know years ago they had that, that reputation. So, Could you go into the Akashic Records and go back to where France decided that they were better than everybody else? (laughs) And can you clear something like that so they're more um, friendly?
2: (laughs) I guess the answer would be what benefit would there be to doing that? Because once you start working in the records, you realize that everything is as it should be, right? There's Mm -hmm. really nothing to fix. Nothing's broken. And so what really, I guess it would come down to your intention. What would, what benefit would that have to do a clearing like that? And really, if there is no benefit, the Akashic records isn't going to show you, you're not going to go anywhere in the records. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If there wouldn't, if it wouldn't be in the highest good and the highest good of everyone on the planet, you just wouldn't get any, or you might get information, but there isn't any, it would just be for your there's own benefit. There's nothing to heal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: But how about in the case where there is something to heal, where there's a wound that's been carried by the people? Like, a, I don't want to call it a victim wound, but a wound. Can you go back and heal that? And would that change things?
2: The best thing that you could do is heal that within yourself. If you want to see the world change right before your eyes, Go and heal the things that you dislike outside in the world within your own self. And then that's going to be reflected back to you. So that's the most powerful shift that we can do, really.
1: And so that really is your own stuff, though. If you've seen it in the world, that really is your own stuff. I don't think I'm arrogant, (laughs) though. But maybe. (laughs) Maybe. So um, what I'd love to hear is is some stories, some successes that you've had that, you know, kind of blew you away.
2: Okay. So, my gosh, I've had, I had this nine month course, and I just loved hearing we did a, Um, kind of final night where people were sharing some of their successes. And there was a woman in there who, when we started the course, she was being sued for this absorbent amount. And it was really heavy on her, you know, it was just, it, it was just a bad situation that she had found herself in. And, you know, she hadn't done anything, but kind of just like ended up in this weird situation. And we did some work together and cleared out a past life where she was a judge
1: in an yeah. <laughs> old timey
2: Western town. Yeah. And so some things had happened in that lifetime that were, you know, kind of coming back around karmically for her. So we cleared that out at the beginning. She set her intention at the beginning to be free of this whole thing. We went through the whole nine months and it was the very last week they called her and said they were dropping the case and would wow. she settle or, you know, whatever they said, like, would you be willing to settle, mm-hmm. you know, and.
1: But she was cleared. I she of was it.
2: free and it was the yeah. very last week of yeah. our course so she was just like hey, can you believe this was the last week and she mentioned it because we set intentions almost every week and she mentioned it almost every time how she wanted the outcome of that to be so that was fantastic so she you know moved the energy did the clearing work to be on that timeline where that was dropped right so yeah. it was fantastic. Wow. So that was a really cool one. And then there were other people in that course that you know made amends with family members that they never thought they could mm-hmm. forgive or move past certain things. That was amazing. One woman, they had their own business. She completely changed how they were earning their income and they had a, a family business. So that was really blowing my mind when she was, and I actually didn't know all the shifts that she had made along the way, but she was explaining on the last night that, they had completely shifted how they were earning their income, and and it, for the
1: good, it was, right? It for was incredible. <laughs> yeah, it
2: was such an incredible, and to have the trust. This is really what she was explaining: to have the level of trust to do that was incredible. And she felt that she attributed that to the Koshik Records that she had, could have that level of trust to wow. move through that. You know, because that was their that was their income for their entire family, because it was their family oh, business. That's a
1: so. lot of trust.
2: Mm-hmm. And what yeah.
1: was it? Can I ask? if you knew no what was it in her background that she needed to release to have that trust do you remember
2: um i don't know specifically cuz we did different healings mm-hmm. with every um we focused on four different categories so it was relationship physical well-being uh financial and um career. So we did or we we called it life purpose in there. So we did these four categories. And so each week, um I would just get the downloads of what it was we were going to do. And then I would share whatever the processes were for that night. And then whatever, you know, messages and um teaching I had to share. So it was just us moving through all of these relevant clearings, I think, mm-hmm. that brought people to whatever it was that they're you know, highest intention was that they had created at the beginning. So it was just incredible, because a lot of people, you know, brought things together, like, it was like at the last month, you know, all these things that they had been desiring came together at the end one, one of the women was, um, she was uh, rehabbing from an injury. And by the end, she was traveling and doing all this, you know, that she didn't even expect that. But She was out traveling and just so excited and planning all these different trips to different places. So
1: that was a physical healing that went on. Yeah. And that was releasing energy from the past. that She she had somehow um, hobbled herself, (laughs) basically,
2: physically. Well, it was like the piano on the head scenario. Like she really had something happen that, you know, wow. cause a situation where she had to go through, you know, physical, you know, probably um I mean, she didn't get specific but she probably did could do physical therapy mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. So did
1: you ever see anyone with an illness that could clear through Kashic Records? Not an injury, but an illness?
2: Well, I had situ I've went through my own personal things and yeah, there are people uh, that have you know done their own healing work in the Kashi records and move through different physical body because it's all energy right so mm-hmm. for me like I had a lot of lower back pain and went in and did different past life healings related to where that was being triggered from and then was able to clear that and this was like a long time that I had that experience I want to say I was going on, 25 years of lower wow. back pain. I mean, it was a long journey and I had been doing all the things, right. I mean, I didn't leave anything out, acupuncture, chiropractor, oh, everything. Yeah. I'm sure it all yeah. was helping release. It was just when I really released that energy Before. that was stored up there. My head. It, it, yeah, I, I don't have an issue with that. So that's amazing. That was amazing for me. Well,
1: as you know, I could probably go on for hours on this because I already have a couple more questions and no more time. <laughs> but I do want to make sure that you can bring in <laughs> you can bring in uh, where people can get hold of you and take your courses and or maybe work with you directly. So if you want to go ahead and give your all of your connecting information.
2: Absolutely. So my uh, email is life purpose pathfinder at gmail.com and then my website we mentioned earlier life purpose and you can find my courses in there the longer descriptions and also in the shopping cart the shorter descriptions of those and um, what were the other what was your other question where they can what you have coming up Oh, what do I have coming up? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, coming up, I do have that the audio version or it would be the video version of the Akashic Records course, and it comes with the three sessions one on one with me. So, I'm excited to do that. And I want to offer a $100 discount. So, I'll create a coupon code for that, and we'll just let's call it Barb because it's your show. <laughs> so, we'll say that the coupon code for that is barb and that will apply to my the akashic record services that i have have listed on my website right now so i have not put that in there but i will go and and add it to my back end okay
1: now too since it's going out on podcast and and can play quite a bit into the future okay um is that okay still
2: We'll say let's In two put years that if you the, get bored. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say Barb, we'll say that's until the end of uh, July, let's say.
1: Okay, because this podcast can play for the next few years.
2: Okay. Thanks All for right. that out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: morning, warning.
2: Right. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: We better hop. And Angie, thanks so much for being here and talking to us about Akashic Records. It's Thank been great. You. Thanks. All right. Bye, everybody. See you next week.